Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft, and we are here. This is our holiday episode. We're wearing Santa hats, and lights are all around the room. And, yes, very uh, festive. Liam. Jimmy. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. Feliz Happy holidays. Navidad. Feliz Navidad to all of our listeners as well. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Rusev Day. Oh, the Perhaps. best holiday of them all. Most year importantly round. of all, yeah. Year round. Rusev Day cannot be bound by any one calendar be, day. It has to be literally every day. Maybe <laughs> even 366 days because it's yeah. that important. Yeah. It's um, catching on. So this week we had a pretty big week in wrestling. Obviously, we're coming off the heels of SmackDown's last pay-per-view of 2017. WWE's last. Uh, we had a big announcement of Monday Night Raw. And with that being said, we will get into Monday Night Raw. Um, yeah, let's roll. Not a lot. Let's go dashing through the show. Uh, we know that Raw has been in a holding pattern mostly because there's... Um, no pay-per-view for them, and things are still moving along, but this yeah. was a stagnant week, I felt, for most of... Well, they started to... Now they're starting to admit the existence of the Royal Rumble, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now that SmackDown's pay-per-view is behind them, because they kind of are a little funny, they're still finding yeah. their footing as far as the two-brand thing. Like, they're really never... The company is really never promoting more than one pay-per-view at a time. Which I think is a mistake when you have one of the big four pay-per-views, because WrestleMania... The biggest four... Right, the big, you know, granddaddy of them all, of all of those names that they've given it throughout the years. Yeah. Um, they, you get early hype from WrestleMania for when the ticket sales come out. Yeah. I mean, those New Orleans commercials for the ticket prices were being run, like, shortly after SummerSlam. Yeah, which but I mean, it's not much excited. more than that. Maybe they don't no, get a mention from commentary. Yeah, I mean, I did feel it was more this year, but I guess they do make it a point of making WrestleMania feel important. And I think that the other big fours, they should talk about. The other three. In the other three, yeah. I don't find a problem with somebody randomly in, like, July saying, I'm going to win the Rumble, or I'm going to... You know what I mean? Just yeah. to kind of push forth that. But nonetheless, as you were right, we are getting close to it, and they're uh, allowed, I guess you could say, to yeah. talk about the Rumble. And the show <laughs> opens up with... Um, they're mandated, even. Yes. Kurt Angle opened up the show. He was going to make an announcement by the end of the night, which should not have been Dude. written for him, because yeah. he had the announcement why? already, clearly. Clearly. So why would you come back out to announce something that you I'm already know the announcement for? By the end of the night, unless there's anybody feeling uh, froggy yeah. in the back that wants to come out and just Well, I thought that's what was going to happen. I'm like, oh, maybe this is where Balor comes out, or maybe this Oof. does turn into a tournament that I wanted or something. Yeah. And then Braun comes out and says that he deserves to be in the match because he was the last man standing. Last um, week, yeah. Which I actually would like, I just think they should have maybe done... Kane versus Strowman in, in a last man standing match or some sort of yeah, stipulation match. Maybe. Maybe next week. Because um, we know that John Cena will be you on the Christmas episode that would of Raw. Be where they were headed yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, because Strowman did lose to Kane. So I feel like, although I think he belongs in the match, storyline perspective. Did Wait, I say Kane? Yeah, you said Kane. Uh, Strowman, <laughs> as we all know, Strowman and Lesnar have wrestled for the title. And right. Strowman lost. I'm thinking about it. I mean, including the Rumble, especially, he's, he's had the most opportunities at the title this year. Well, I guess he, he's had two. But yeah, Samoa Joe match, had two. Have, with the triple threat, he will have had three. Will have had three, right. Whereas Samoa yeah. Joe had two. Oh, yeah, I guess Samoa Joe did have two. Yeah, but he will have another one now, so yeah. that's a good point. Strowman will, yeah. I just don't think Kane needs to be in this match. I think that no. all... <laughs> Join the everyone club. Here's Go the on. thing. It's taking away from Lesnar and Strowman. Or at the very least, it's been taking away from Strowman. 
suddenly saying Kane's a monster. I mean, at the very least, they should have tried to have Kane get in a little better shape and maybe... Yeah. Not that he's in particularly bad shape, but he's not in particularly good shape for him to suddenly be this monster. Well, he just feels he's sluggish. Been, well, he's been stagnant for so many years. Yeah. So to have him suddenly in this picture with no real explanation other than him saying it and the commentators... Commentators? The commentators following up on that by, like, helping him frame it that way... It's not the reality that has been. So, you know, Strowman has really been a monster these past couple of years. Kane, on the other hand, not so much. So now I feel like, if anything, it takes more away from Strowman than it does help Kane or try to build him up, even if just to lose at the Rumble. Yeah. You know what I mean? I No, I totally agree now with that. Now it's going to even take away from yeah. Lesnar, too. Like, he just sat up from an F5. Did you see he had a hard time getting up for that F5? Like, you know, Lesnar had a hard time. Yeah. Oh, I don't I know if scared. they were just off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's but, held up much bigger. Yeah. And Kane said, you know, I've never been beaten by Lesnar or something like that. Yeah, you've never wrestled Lesnar. But he has been attacked but, but because, by, well, by Lesnar. Yeah, the- you never wrestled him, though. You never right. had the opportunity to be beaten by him because that's never been a match anybody wanted to see, even though you both, you know, have been around together at the same time for, you know, extended periods. Yeah, well, I mean, they have come into contact on two different occasions that I can think of. There may have even been more. I don't think yeah. he should be in this match, but they have presented him... At a point where they didn't have to, as someone who could be a world title contender, it's just that he's been gone for so long before this point, because the last time he competed was 2015. That That was the 2015 Hell in a Cell match between Seth Rollins and Kane. Was his last match before this? No, was his last championship match. Okay. Yeah. Um, And And, yeah, he wasn't... That was I remember at the time, it was like, wow, this is a pretty thin... uh, yeah, and title picture. He, he was a he was a baby contender. he was a baby face, and he um, also was one of the only people who were beaten by Seth Rollins with no interference from the authority. So yeah, that was uh, yeah. That I mean, good. there you go. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But so, they should have at least changed his look if you want to suddenly say, "Oh, it's Kane," and have it mean something. Change his look and say, you know, he's improved or something. Don't say yeah. that he's been a monster all along when he hasn't. Yeah. Because it's just you know it's they taken away that. from the other guys. They did that with that black mask he came in on. A few weeks. Well, that's years what I was ago. thinking of. Yeah, I just just idea. watching him and Strowman wrestle Monday night, or him and Strowman interact Monday night and wrestle last week. Strowman looks like a monster. What a monster should look like now, you know, as far as like how he's presented. Yeah. Kane is it looks like a passe monster. Yeah. You know, the flames on the tights. It's like, uh, man. Yeah, and the pyro Maybe, being gone really killed him. Oh my he, god, that's it's bad. been like that, dude. It's been pointed out by other podcasts I listen to, but that sounds like a fart when his music starts. Yeah. Without the pyro. Yeah. And they even redid it. It has like a rock vibe to it. But um, not not to <laughs> spend uh, too much time. I will say, though, I just don't know why. Because Wade Keller was saying, like, I don't know why you'd put Kane in this match. People want to see Strowman and Lesnar. And I feel like that's the bigger match. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it's not like this is the first meeting between them. Like, Strowman already lost. So if anything, Kane being in the match, not to us per se, but Kane in the match adds a different element than just seeing that same match again, which yeah. I would rather see again than a triple yeah, threat. Honestly. But at the same time, we did see it. So it's not like... You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like Wade was Lesnar's trying to say that it's it's the Rumble and it's bigger if it's Strowman and uh, Lesnar. And I don't know. I, I didn't really agree with that point. I just would have done no, something the, completely different. The Rumble, I feel like the general consensus is that the Rumble is sold largely on the gimmick of the Rumble. And now, especially with the Women's Rumble, which yeah, we'll get into they later. Usually, yeah, they do usually have at least one major championship match. But um, Oh, no, I'm not saying they don't have one, but it's not. it doesn't have to be the main draw for that event. No, it doesn't. Uh, which this triple threat match isn't, yeah, obviously. Um, so then uh, Kane and Strowman are exchanging words in the ring. Heyman comes out. 
um, Brock has to be getting paid like by the second because I don't know why they don't utilize yeah. him more. I don't know why yeah. they couldn't have started like a brawl and ended it throughout the night. Or I hope they at least got maybe a discount. They, or maybe they like filmed something. I'm hoping for future weeks because we yeah. have a decent amount of time before the Rumble. Yeah, we have, less, we have more than a month. And if he's not, yeah, I don't know if he's not going to be there till the Rumble or maybe till the week before Rumble. He'll be there, I think, twice before. Oh, okay. In January, twice. but still, yeah, it's. I hope they at least got a disc yeah. on Monday. Um, obviously, we both think that Lesnar's going to retain, and Kane will take the, the pinfall. Yeah. Um, yes, and yes. Oh, what I started to say before is that no mercy. You had Cena, Roman, Lesnar, Strowman. As much as you and I may not have liked that, I would have main evented with Cena and Roman. We know. And had Brock and uh, Strowman just have a no count out, so this match at the Rumble would be big, and I would even yeah. have like a last man standing match between them because of how yeah. it could have ended. Yeah, but. I mean, I, yeah, that no, happen. that's not a bad idea. The only thing is the the time between, you know, you had to do yeah, like you had to have Strowman on the five on five at Survivor Series in between that happening and when really in theory all he would want to be talking about is let me get my title rematch. I never lost yeah. my, my shot. Um, I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it happened at the end of October. Uh, at the end of October. Uh, um, October. At the end of September. So okay. in October, Strowman was in the Shield storyline. And then in November, there was it was almost like when Brock, how they did a really good job of booking Brock when he wasn't there when he was a WWE champion. Because they okay. had Survivor Series in the middle. It was the authority storyline. Yeah. Then they did um, a, a Rollins versus Cena okay. in a tables match. And then Cena and so Orton in the Hell in a Cell match. So they still talked about the title, at least. And they, it yeah. flowed well. Okay. So and, okay, I think yeah. they could have worked here. But, okay. I mean, it is, you know, it is what it is. I'm not really looking forward to the match. Well, actually, I am actually looking forward to see how it's going to be structured and laid out, and I'm hoping they could do something, not in terms of a title change, but I don't know, book it with a lot of spots to make it, you know, yeah. a good match. Uh, it's in Philly, so Jesus. I don't see it getting booed look and at Strowman's that over. Look at the four-way at SummerSlam and look at this match. Like, yeah. You know, That's the other thing I'm afraid of. Match in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I'm afraid of that having the same spots with, you know, tables and somebody out, and but, yeah. you know, well... So that is the Universal Championship match. Uh, Brock, Strowman, and Kane. Yes. What did you think about Kane's reference of The Undertaker in his promo? Because um, I found that they told him to say that intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the possibility of The Undertaker coming back for Mania? Um, I mean, that's where my mind would be going. Do you think they would do a tag team match with them? I mean, like my brother in destruction, not my brother. Also, Kane's well, a bad guy, so why bring up one of the most beloved? Ca- I don't know. It was weird well, to me. He's trying to give himself. He's trying to give the Kane character credibility in this match. That was that, he said that I think yeah. to say that Brock has beaten Taker, whereas he's never beaten me. But that was why I said that's because people wanted to see Brock versus Taker before, whereas they never wanted to see you versus Brock because it's kind of in O three. I would have liked to see that when he when he he was a. The big red machine. I, I would have. Okay. I, I no, there's a that. time. Yeah. In '97, when he first did well, in you know when he was a when he was a because I well the big his run in like '02 to '04 before he unmasked. I liked he, when he was a big red machine. He had some. Yeah, character. I wasn't watching as much back then. Oh, okay. He was a pretty over babyface. Okay. The Hur- Hurricane tag team. It was. Yeah. It was good. So yeah, uh, Undertaker is going to be at the Raw 25th anniversary. I still think it's very odd. What. I just think it's weird why you would have someone who you want to make seem as retired be on the show if there's not a bigger reason for it. I don't. I just think that there's something is up. I well, don't know just to it's... make an appearance, but yeah, I mean, it could be. That, you know, though, it could I don't... be likely. And to your question about Mania, I could see either one. I could see a tag match, or I could see Undertaker truly finishing out his career, giving a win to Kane at WrestleMania. You know, if Kane's going to be around, which I also question. So who knows? Yeah. Um. Um. 
So, of course, there's been this ongoing storyline with what I feel is like half of the talent in Raw with Sheamus and Cesaro, Samoa Joe, Jason Jordan, uh, Roman Reigns, who did not. I mean, listen, the guy can have a week off. That's fine. But you can't. You have to talk about it. Didn't you ask for that last week, actually? Yeah. 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 Somebody's so I listening. guess they listen to me. I mean, they've, they've, they're doing a lot of things that we've been talking about exclusively that I haven't heard anyone else talking about. Yeah. You got what you wanted. Yeah. But... but who knows? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I just totally... No, 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 it's all right. Uh, oh, but I don't know, which is weird. Why have, like, all, like, the, the Shield brothers getting beaten down and not have Roman, like... Roman would have helped if he was here, or Roman's, like, it's just strange. Yeah, they People didn't People are going to wonder where him, he right? is. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it of was course. odd. It was so It'd be weird. weird not to wonder where he is. Yeah. So, you know, I like how they're presenting Samoa Joe as somebody who, you know, two people want to fight over and makes him feel important. Kind uh, of. Yeah. But it was, wasn't it kind of out of the blue for Rollins to be, if anything, the one of the three? Because, I mean, Joe and Roman have been well, feuding. Well, because he was booked by Angle on the show. So by default, and because of what Samoa Joe has been okay. doing to them, too. Okay. I think that was his motivation. Yeah. We know Jason Jordan's motivation. Do we? Uh, Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins had a really good match, of course. I mean, yeah. that oh, was yeah. expected. It was very long. Uh, I like how they're <laughs> utilizing wrestling during this period more so than not. It's good, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is I a wrestling say, show. On a wrestling show, um, for sure. The, I tell you, you should actually. Why don't you try it tonight? But there's a girl That's online. That's booking. Who, there's a girl online who does like statistics of all the wrestling, and there's been like a 28 percent increase since uh, Brand split? A, a few months ago. No, oh, okay. like, as oh, of even recent. more recently. Oh, okay. And because of the no pay per view, I think they want the wrestling to happen there as opposed oh, okay. to booking. Yeah. you know, feuds quickly to get to a pay-per-view. So right. in that respect, it's been good. I am getting a little tired of seeing these same, these same, same eight or nine people. Yeah. Um, so like I said, Seth Rollins defeated Jason Jordan. Mm. They were then booked in a match. Uh, Jason Jordan took Roman's place, apparently, well, against yeah. Debar and Samoa Joe. Because in the later stages of Jordan versus Rollins, you had Rollins uh, throw Jordan into Joe, you know, super kick Joe, and then win the match. And then afterwards, Joe attacked him, and Joe attacked Jordan. So they go backstage with Angle, and Jordan says, Dad, did you see what Joe just did to me? And I wanted Angle so badly to say, yeah, which is why it's a shame that you literally just lost the opportunity to face him in a match. I know. Maybe get some retribution. That is how this works, after all. I mean, you (sighs) literally just lost the match. So if you're about to ask me for a match with Joe, like, come on, man. (laughs) Come on. And he did, essentially. It was so confusing. I'm like, he needs to stop. Like, it's bizarre. I mean, it's it's so overt at this point that, like... He's not even trying to trying to be subtle about it in kayfabe. Yeah. So uh, one question: Dean Ambrose um, is that a real injury? I it seems like that's a real injury. An article online that is said it? Dean Ambrose undergoes surgery, but I have not actually read it, so I should probably. No, I I before. read it. I mean, they're acting like he really underwent surgery last night, and that uh, they're waiting to see what the time frame is going to be for his recovery. So I don't know if that's in storyline, because it certainly seemed to be an in-storyline thing that was happening to maybe start to tease the breakup, another breakup of uh, at least Rollins and Ambrose. We have a uh, confirmation from WWE.com. Dean Ambrose underwent successful surgery Tuesday night to repair a high-grade triceps tendon injury. He tore some of the distal triceps tendon where it attaches to the forearm bone called the olecranon. Okay. Uh, he tore 50% of, his, of the triceps tendon away from the bone. They repaired, wow. they repaired that back down to the bone where it tore off. Dugas added that Ambrose has begun physical therapy, starting with light range of motion exercises and, expecting, and, and is expected to leave Birmingham later today. It is unknown at this time how long Ambrose will be out of action. Wow. Yeah. So. It That's fucking crazy. Confirmed. I don't think it's storyline either because I think that it happened before Raw 
and he didn't that's because he had something on his arm already I don't know if yeah you yeah i did but i think that they maybe knew something could have been up it makes you wonder why they would book him in a match then yeah i mean that that sucks i mean the whole this whole yeah, shield reunion, terrible i said it shouldn't have happened and i know that they did not see any of this coming between mumps and everything oh my God, but yeah. this should not have i just don't think they should have done it they have to abort it at this point i the mean shield reunion they weren't doing about. anything with it really i mean roman has a singles title so the shield being together isn't even yeah. Have a point. I mean, unless they were going to bring up, like I said, sanity or someone to feud with. I don't know. You know, so uh, Dean's out of the picture. It's amazing Dean Ambrose has never been injured, considering in 2016 he worked the most matches out of everyone, which was like yeah. 248 or 50 or around that number. Yeah. And he obviously does some things that his style is very frenetic. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that, well, not funny, but I don't, I wonder how it exactly happened. It didn't happen on, on Monday. I think that he sold it that way. So when he's off television, that's where the injury was incurred. But it definitely happened before that moment. Was he just not involved in the match that much? Because I feel like he was taking bumps and well, that's my confusion. doing stuff Monday that, night. That's my confusion. It has been confirmed that he was working with the injury for a while. I don't know if maybe he Something injured Monday it night. more. Or it it makes like you wonder why they would put him in a match With the suicide then. dive and the way he landed on the ground after it, yeah. it seemed like that was where he did the, the signature thing that guys seem to do when they realize that they're going to be or at least feel like they could be seriously injured you just made the list when they break character and you know what i mean like he started punching them yeah that's like become like a i don't know i've noticed anyway yeah i just i don't know it makes me wonder why they would book him if he was injured to begin with you about to get hurt bro right. i don't know i mean regardless yeah, maybe i'm not it was sure just a nagging injury that became something yeah. a lot more serious and because i would you know i could see his frustration in the moment thinking like man this if I'm injured now, this is what I was, why I probably shouldn't have been wrestling or something, maybe. I don't know, to rest it. Yeah, and I guess that happened, the same thing happened with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, where he knew that he was injured and then wrestled yeah. and it got worse. I guess, yeah. I guess that's the risks that they, they take. If there's not a diagnosis at the moment, I guess the WWE feels that, you know, they can't hold them back. If that's the case, which we obviously don't know for sure, that's weird because it's a raw. It's not like, like with Tommaso Ciampa, that was like a headlining, you know, network special, like main event. With Raw, you could you didn't. That's a match that wasn't even advertised beforehand. I mean, I have to assume based on the layout of the show how they made it, you yeah. know, after the singles match. Yeah. So I mean, we we we, we, uh, we wish him a speedy recovery, of, of course. course. And also, I think it'll be good for his character to come back after some time. Maybe turn heel in the process, or maybe you you know he joins up with yeah. Roman and Seth and beats him down. I don't know something, something like they, that. They, they could do which something which I think is special. where this was headed. Yeah. Um, I just, like I said, I don't want him to be injured, but I kind of wish that he was injured before this happened and that they would have went with Seth and, uh, Brock at the Rumble. Yeah. Because I don't even know where Seth goes from here. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I guess we will see. Definitely. That's a good point. Just bear with me for a moment. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so in tag team wrestling news, it was a big week for tag teams. Both yeah. I mean, all the entire SmackDown card was tag team matches. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, but I now that you mentioned you it. The entire, which yeah. isn't a problem. Um, the Revival made their return this past Monday. I think that they so got a sizable ovation. Uh, yeah. Do you like the way they just had them come out randomly with no, like, no. I... No, yeah, I don't. I don't either. But I, I mean, always anticipated them interfering in, a, in, like, a tag team title match and, like, giving the Shatter Machine to everybody and then declaring their entry making an into the contender. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they even... He Slater and Rhino gotten too much offense in this match, yeah. too. It wasn't even... That's the thing. Well, they want to showcase the revival, I imagine. So they want him to actually have somewhat of a competitive match in which to do that. But at what cost? Yeah. Because Heath Slater and Rhino are nothing. So you're just making these guys who a lot of people aren't familiar with look like they are having a hard time with Heath Slater and Rhino. Let yeah. alone versus what we want 
Like, I completely agree with you. They should show up and make a big impact. The, and they did not. The good thing, I mean, they, they got a pretty decent pop, I have to say. I, I was surprised by the amount of the, the, yeah. the reaction that that got. I mean, I think they got a bigger reaction than Hideo Itami did. And, oh, my God. He got, uh, like, nothing. No, not Where really. Were they? I mean, I'm not surprised. They were in Providence, Rhode Island. Man, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but I, was, I definitely thought that when he came back. They probably could have picked a better location yeah. in hindsight. And, uh, of course, what we're talking about there is Finn Balor had a 2-on-1 handicap match against the Mistourage. You know, not I'm, loving this. I'm glad that they at least made it seem like he was going to win before they needed to double-team him. Yeah, um, but Mistourage uh, has been made, again, to be nothing. Yeah. So it definitely takes away from Finn that in any situation yeah. they can... They can Get him in that position. Right. And then I do like how it was a callback to when Finn Balor debuted. I don't know if you recall Finn Balor debuted on NXT TV to help Hideo Itami. Well, they mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. They mentioned that on commentary, which um, I thought was smart. Yeah, I was blown away. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was Itami or Axel, but they botched a Tornado DDT spot. Do you notice that in the corner? That was pretty rough. Looking. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was going to yeah. go for a Tornado DDT, and it was very weird. He didn't look... I mean, I was never super impressed with Hideo in NXT. I think that he's a great hand. Yeah. I mean, but this is a guy that they brought in, Jimmy Hart and Hulk fucking Hogan, to go into Japan to like announce a big signing, their yeah. signing. Yeah. And Kenta I don't... I, don't I, I hadn't... I mean, he's had unfortunate injuries, and yeah. he's had good matches, but, you know... And I like how they debuted him with the main roster as opposed to just on 205 Live. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but he is still going to be on 205 Live, as they he said. He is going to be on 205 yeah. Live, yeah. Which, did that get you worried about Finn going to 205 at all? Uh, people have been saying that. No, I don't think so. I okay. mean, I think that, whether it's light heavyweight or cruiserweight, what I was talking about last week, I do think that it wouldn't be bad for Finn to have a match or two in that division. But my whole thing with renaming it from cruiserweights is that if you can have someone like a Sami Zayn and a Chad Gable and more main roster people compete for the title, it wouldn't seem so... Like a downgrade, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't see him going into the cruiserweight. Uh, 205 well, Live, I don't I don't see that actually happening. The reason to do it would be to build up the cruiserweight division by adding to it someone a lot of fans actually consistently want to see. There's a novel idea. Yeah, you know. and uh, did you hear about Rockstar Spud uh, joining 205 Live? Uh, yeah. I don't know much about him. Apparently I know him a, a little bit. decent deal, I heard. He's like really he's... good at promos and... Yeah, he's British. He's really good at promos. Yeah. He's like a, he's good at being like a smug little, a smug little shit that you want to hit. You know, okay. he was with uh, Dixie. He was like Dixie. So Enzo Amore, gotcha. Yeah, well, in a totally different way though. Like kind of like more in a Jack Gallagher way actually. But he's like, I mm. think he's probably smaller. He's he's a pretty small dude. Okay. And even being remotely familiar with him offers zero insight into that fucking name. Yeah. Um. It's always been. Did you hear about the basic confirmation of Ricochet also signing in 2018? Basic confirmation, no. Yeah, well, he kind of confirmed it months ago in interviews once his really? underground uh, no compete oh, yeah, clause was up. Okay, yeah. But when you read a dirt sheet about someone coming and there's multiple, it usually is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen three or four different reports, and it, the timing of it makes sense because there's no compete clauses up. And oh, there's a okay. takeover coming up in 2018. I wouldn't be surprised if they want to sign him at the beginning of the New Year's. So. Do you think oh, that he okay. goes to NXT? Do you think he goes to 205 Live? Probably 205 Live. Really? Well, See, I don't think he'd agree to get signed to be on that show. That's really, what I was going to say. I don't think so. That's the question, yeah. is whether or not he would be willing to. Not because he said it. He specifically cited the IC title as a championship, which I'm not blaming him. It's a prestigious title. Oh, yeah. That's a title. He knows his shit. But he specifically said that was one of them. Maybe that's what he hopes his, you know, or 
imagines his ceiling would be like realistically. I mean, I could see him as a world title in the current challenger. Landscape. I mean, if they book well, him right. Well, I could too, I but so. I mean, you know, he doesn't want to get ahead of himself maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no. Real quick, we were talking about the cruiserweights. Drew Gulak lost to Cedric Alexander. So Cedric Alexander is the number one contender. Um, I feel like they have to have him win the title because they're building sympathy for Drew Gulak. And also yeah. why they did that, <laughs> I think, is to show that Enzo doesn't really care not only about who faces him for his championship, but to support his friend. And Drew's starting to realize that. And I think that'll be a babyface turn for him. I think that's the that's the yeah. goal here, I'm pretty sure. It's going to be tricky, I feel like, to unless they shake up the Gulak character a little bit. Am I wrong? Is thinking that's no, be a I think tricky he's to... getting over. And I think that people are going to not like that Enzo is treating him like that. Because even when he was like apologizing backstage, Enzo wasn't paying him mind. And... Right. Oh, no, I think so, that's what they're going for. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just thinking but of Cedric, Gulak as a face, as he is now. Yeah, Cedric has to win, right? Like, there's no way. I mean, unless he loses. I mean, that, well, how many, how many, how many? Well, I mean, Enzo hasn't had many title defenses. I think the last one was against Kalisto. So, oh shit! What and is it? yeah, the Survivor Kalisto. Series. I guess he did beat him. Yeah, I mean, I guess he can do it. I don't know why. I'm and like he, he beat can. Neville. I yeah. mean, there's ways to to do it. But yeah, I would rather see Cedric win. Definitely. Yeah. What'd you think about this week's Hardy Wyatt segment? Better. I mean, different. Not what I was hoping for. Right. Not what I was hoping for. That's a good way to put it. I, I don't, I'm really hoping that there's a payoff to that ugly fucking sheet in the background of Matt's promos, and he, like, tears it down, and he's been in his house the whole time or something. Or like, oh, there's that's, like yeah, some, that would, that's good. There's some, like, environment beyond that. It's hard not to weird. notice that it's been the same thing yeah. each time at I this mean, point. I mean, fucking use a green screen, at least, and, and <laughs> do something at this point. It's just so weird. Well, they want to, I think they want to contrast it with, with why it's yeah, I know, dark, I just foggy. don't know how anyone isn't telling them that it looks dumb. There has to be someone telling Vince that this looks stupid. Well, yeah, but be. that's the Broken Hardy character is, you know... No, no, no. I'm not saying the content of what he said. That particular thing is what irks me about it. That fucking sheet. I yeah. feel like there has to be someone who's saying that that, like I said, put him in his environment. Put him somewhere else. But well, it was not, funny. They don't want to commit to the mansion yet. Yeah. Or they don't want to commit to really anything yet is what I imagine. Well, or... they filmed stuff that I'm assuming is being edited as we speak. Because we saw oh, with, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I could imagine they're, they're Rebby. going to roll that stuff out. Um... So this hope. leads this leads to the rumble, you think? Them too. Um, yeah, it has to. Yeah, or maybe just the start of something. At least the start of something at the rumble, like the. Like I, I, I'm still curious. You think curious they're both have... in the rumble, and then like that's where the Woken character debuts because CFO already announced that they're working on his theme, Matt Hardy's theme. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So huh. they're going in on this. I wonder. I wonder how they're approaching it. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting to have the debut, like the actual arena in ring debut yeah. character during the Rumble. Except, you know, that he's definitely not going to win the Rumble. No, and that's why I kind of wish they did something more catastrophic instead of just getting beaten by Bray. Because he was only on like a three or four match losing streak. Whereas in Impact, he only went through a table as well, and that's what made him broken. But I do think there was something a little more catastrophic that happened to him where we weren't getting any of these promos. And then maybe eventually there are these weird vignettes where you know it's Matt, but he's not really talking, or you just see him, and then finally that leads up to the Rumble where he eliminates Bray, and then you stretch it off to WrestleMania. Okay. That's so you how wouldn't I have done... Oh, uh, so you wouldn't have been doing anything these past few weeks. Uh, You'd be wait until I it gets have... closer to the Rumble. Or you could do vignettes that isn't Matt talking. It's him being seen, okay. like, preparing something, like, preparing the battlefield. That's or good. That would be good, It was yeah. like a non-verbal... It's like a black-and-white film, almost. Yeah. With no... 
you know something's it's a happening. Good idea, like a silent film. Yeah, and, and then you have Wyatt kind of uh, have a moment in the Rumble where he maybe clears the ring, and he's like, "Bring on the next challenge." Yeah, and then it's Broken Matt. That's right. a fucking great call. And you could have the music start with like one of his catchphrases, like not delete. That would be corny for his music to start something with that. Glorious or no, not glorious. Obviously, wonderful. Glorious. You mean wonderful? Wonderful yeah, yeah, yeah. or uh, <laughs> um, wonderful or uh, woken. I have been woken. I don't know. Yeah, I can think yeah. of something. Well, I'm sure other people can too. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm hoping they're starting to deviate from this. You know shtick though it's been the third week it was different than the prior two weeks whereas they didn't interpolate them together which i yeah. liked yeah 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 but they had I mean, separate spots yeah it's you know and worth. it's something it's it's weird as you know it's he's he's the napoleon thing i mean that's you know it's it's definitely a hint to the larger world if it's anything like what it was in tna yeah definitely um one more thing before we talk about the final segment um the final segment. Oscar faced Alicia Fox and their formula for Oscar matches. It's fine, but they're literally the pattern of two, two, two. Triple double. And they were able to stretch this out for three weeks because of last week Oscar got beat down before the match with Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia Fox didn't get in too much offense. I am wondering, though, do you find it odd that she's been finishing her opponents with an armbar and not an Oscar lock? Yeah, definitely. And this is just out of pure speculation. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that Ronda Rousey uses an armbar in her moves in UFC? I definitely haven't thought about it until right now. So You clearly do. I don't... You think they're going to build to that at WrestleMania? Um, that's a that's a whopper. Probably not, but I just think it's weird with the timing of it all. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, just something I thought of. Um, with that being said, I kind of wish they would have just built up the sixth women main event. I mean, they were in the main event slot. That was a big deal. They yeah. could have at least had promos throughout the night or something that it would have... Not. I don't want to say... It doesn't have enough heat to be in the main event, but they could have made it feel important enough where they're getting that spot. Yeah, I mean, it's in that slot anyway, right? Yeah, but not to do the whole, like, pat yourself on the back like the women are main eventing tonight because it's a normal thing. Yeah, now, it's a fine line. let's get into this big discussion here. Oh, yeah. Um... So it was Absolution versus Sasha, Bailey, and Mickey. By the way, I really liked how they interpolated Elias with that. I think that was really clever. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Ends in a no disqualification. Second finish like that of the night. Mm. And you see Stephanie McMahon come earlier in the show. By the way, you knew what was coming when she came out, right? Yeah, I kind of had a feeling. I mean, I kind of knew when she got out of the limo. With all out there, you're already kind of Yeah, at like... There was 30 minutes left, and she wasn't on screen yet, and I knew that, based on timing, there wasn't going to be another match beside the women's match, and I'm like, I think she's going to announce the Rumble tonight, to, in my head. Um, yeah. Well, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, I like how Stephanie has this imposing presence. People think that she, like, emasculates people, and what she does. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, of course. I think, I just think she's so good at it, and she has gotten her comeuppance. That was yet yeah, used to be the complaint. She she has. And with WrestleMania 31, she did. At WrestleMania with Seth Rollins and uh, Triple H, uh, yeah. she did. With Vicky Guerrero, which she got thrown in that mud thing, she did. That's right. So I, I do think, I don't agree with that argument where it's like all her and, and no one else. And, you know, Stephanie McMahon announced, of course, she ran down the list of accomplishments of the women's division, which, you know, got a little <laughs> much. We get it. Yeah. Um, announced announced yeah. the Rumble. People are up in arms about this and about i the way, was well, the way that because that of the fact everyone that was fighting been, and they just right. stopped when and there's been music this, hit and then they're all just kind of celebrating together after the announcement right so here's the thing they weren't celebrating together oh, oh you definitely don't yeah. do that 
I like how Paige... They were all there. Paige sold it. She was selling her injuries during Stephanie's speech, one. Two, she only hugged Sonya and Mandy. You know, Wade Keller was like, why would Paige have that kind of reaction? Like, I'm, Because it's still a big moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a problem with even the heels being excited about this. The only thing I would have changed is for Stephanie not to say, if there was ever a time for a yes chant, this is it. Because oh, she literally hated that chant and hated Daniel Bryan. Yeah. That's the only and thing also, I would have changed. And also, yeah, you're undercutting, like... There was there have been other times for the chant when it was when it yeah. was used. So I would have changed that, and then I would have let Stephanie leave the ring, have the brawl continue again to kind of simulate a rumble like they do every year for the men's uh, yeah. rumble. There's always yeah. that on the go home show. Everyone's in the ring, throwing people out to simulate what's going to happen. Yeah, I would I would have just kind of done that after Stephanie got out of the ring because they're all hyped up from this announcement. Those two things I would have changed. Think, you don't think it's. Stephanie trying it because it's she just I don't know it's it's I feel like there's other ways you could have made the you think she had to make the announcement she I don't has think to, she had to, to me, but I she think has it to makes be sense. the figurehead of any progress the women make like what like the women's revolution like when she came out and you know made the big deal of it like they're they're, they're already doing it just let them do it just let it well she you don't technically have to called up those women and, and put your face all over it you know to her credit, though, she did. She was the one who announced the arrival of Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte, which was the real where it really all began. She did that. Yeah, but she. Sh- I, sh- I don't think where, she should have. I think she wanted to put her to be associated with it because yeah, she. Yeah, but knew- I mean, she was the general manager at that time, or or she was in charge of Raw. So uh, that it, whoever else was. I mean, it was her job to introduce talent, and I think that the way she did it was meant to get a buzz. And I think that there's this issue with her character on TV. When new talent gets introduced, it usually isn't done by the GM. That's all. But they also do other times. Like, William Regal has several times that yeah, NXT I called out she someone. Just, she wants to be. Ever... She wants people to associate the first Women's Royal Rumble and any progress with women in the WWE with, directly See, with I her. I don't think she wants that. Damn! I don't. I, I mean, I, I think that I that's disagree. someone. I think that's an opinion that someone can have. I don't think she wants that. It's an opinion that I've garnered based um, on what I'm. Yeah, but observing. I don't. I mean, you know, if it was Stephanie or Kurt making that announcement, I think it does make more sense for Stephanie to make it. I do. Just from the fact that you know, you watch backstage things with her, you know what she's saying in real life about it. Not really. She had a big say in the Mae Young Classic, and this is where it gets blurred between character and and the person. But in real life which is hard because that's not her character in the show. She was one of the ones who was recruiting talent. She was one of the ones doing the PR and the marketing. She was one of the ones who had the, the meeting with Mattel for the Barbie line. So yeah. it's difficult because she plays a bitch on TV, but she really is, like, when it gets down to it, she is a proponent of this. It yeah, has she- been a a motivator, a influential factor, even if it's behind a the scenes and on camera. Think? Yeah. So um, I don't know. I see people's issues. Thought. Yeah. So, yeah, it just the way it ended was kind of weird. That's all. Um, I do think that there should have been a brawl yeah, afterwards definitely. to kind of continue where they left off. And also, if you if my boss is in the ring and we're all fighting at work or the, my boss is standing somewhere where I'm working, I wouldn't continue fighting. I would pay attention. I mean, yeah. she is Stephanie McMahon, despite how she's Well, I mean, we don't, you don't work at a, in a wrestling, you know, in the, it, at least on screen in but kayfabe, I still... it's, a, it's a wrestling company. Like, Stephanie, you know, if we were fighting at the restaurant, then the boss would obviously have a lot more of a problem with it than Steph would have any right to in that setting. Right. But I don't think it's out of the realm of comprehension to believe that they would kind of get make their attention to the entranceway when Stephanie McMahon is coming out, because why the fuck is Stephanie McMahon here? From their yeah, point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's all. Okay. That's all. Uh, I remembered what I was going to say. I was just going to say, the Women's Royal Rumble thing, like, we've been speculating about it, Pretty much exclusively, as I said earlier, 
or you have. I don't shouldn't even take credit for that. <laughs> but um, the reason we've been speculating about it is is because it seems like now's the time. Like it's happening not because of Steph, but because you know the collective creative of WWE decided that now's the time because they have an idea for the match or an idea for you know a women's title match at WrestleMania that will result in the winner of the Royal Rumble. But that's why it's it's not happening because Stephanie said, you know what, I'm putting my foot down. It's got to happen this year. But I feel like her making the announcement kind of suggests otherwise. That's all. And I and that might be again. I'm just like trying to uh, reconcile the problems that you're saying everybody's been having, which I've also noticed. Yeah, I I agree with you. I didn't get that from her where she's you know. I do think they could have wrote her to say you know that's why I've decided that we're gonna because you know it's it's affecting both brands. So we yeah. know that she technically can't be the one to choose it. Right. So well, it, and Shane it had can, to come Shane out. Shane can fire anybody from both. Well, brands. this is true. But um, <laughs> maybe that was the trade-off <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, I, I, they did. They put out a press release. I'm pretty sure they've confirmed 30 women because this is a big deal. Uh, I think it. I don't is know about 30. confirmation, but it should be 30. You definitely. I mean, you're gonna. You're gonna. There's oh. 18. There. That means there's 12 spots to fill, though, which I'm the most excited about. I already have my 12. We don't need to talk about them. Today, oh wow. But. But yeah, twelve really with yeah. everyone with everyone? well Alexa Bliss and Charlotte won't be a part of it. So there's uh, and in theory there's women that'll be wrestling them at the Royal Rumble that wouldn't be a part of it either or, uh, could, or could still be think, a part of it. I, I guess don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have a women's championship match. Did you at the Rumble? Jump in the brand. gun a little bit. Did you include Natalia in those eighteen? Because yes. okay, yeah. so you don't think well. well It'd be there. twenty with Alexa and Charlotte, but that's down to eighteen. Okay, and Becky's included Maybe, in that I mean, too. you don't think twenty. I, mean, I hope not. I don't think it's necessary. I'm afraid of it. I think they might do 20, yeah. actually. I See, just don't think they should. I think that, you know, Tris Stratus already posted a tweet. I was thinking. And I thought of that, Lita, that before maybe. I read about it. Lita. Beth Phoenix, I would do easily. Maybe um, some NXT. Carrie Sane, I would do. Ups. Just because yeah. that would the bring attention yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy and Peyton would get a huge pop. Yeah. Uh, I would even do Ember. Why not? It's, it's, it's a monumental moment in women's wrestling. She is a champion of yeah. another brand in the company. I would yeah, do yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean I'm very excited for it. I did, I did not think it was going to happen this year. What about 25? Um, what? What about 25? <laughs> I got it. Because 30, that's, that's two, you know, hour long, hour plus that's long what I'm afraid Royal of. Rumbles that's, if, if they do it the way they've done it. That's you, my you, Most years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing before I move on to SmackDown. Do you think Ronda debuts at the Rumble? Debuts? And wins it. Well, I don't want to say win. I think she'd have to debuts win it. Debuts or you mean shows up at the Rumble and then gets a match at Mania? But no, I'm, I mean like is an entrant in the Rumble, a surprise entrant. But are you suggesting that she would be like around after that week to week? Well, I'm suggesting she would win the Rumble. Yeah. Right. I don't think she could be in it and not win it. Unless Man, they do some I angle. Know. I don't know. You seem more confident about it than I am. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just think Maybe. that it's it's an opportunity they're not going to have. And I think that... I don't know. And then it's there was an speculation that to Natalia... to do something big. That would be big. That would and be you heard real that big. Natty, and that's, that they should do something at least along those lines. Sorry. Yeah. Natty put an Instagram post up of what people... And took it down. So people are speculating that it was a real poster. And Ronda Rousey's on it. I saw it because somebody screenshotted it. And I don't think it was real. But it is weird that Natalia took it down. Unless yeah. she took it down because Ronda was in it and it was a fan picture and WWE didn't want that up there. So that can mean a couple Maybe things. Maybe she didn't know about it. She put it up. Someone was like, all right. This is need, happening. This is a need so, to know basis. Take that shit down. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. But I'm very excited to see 
this rumble i'm i was i was very touched by the well not touched but it was it was a cool moment i yeah. did say like despite the mm, issues yeah. I, I thought it was a good moment the announcement was good it was a good announcement right um anything else on raw for you no i don't think so so this past sunday the clash happened yes i'm sorry clash of champions it no, should have been the clash no you, you were right the, you were right the first time um <laughs> and it, it was a better show than i thought it would be yeah I definitely agree with that definitely um, agree with that the opening match, well, the pre-show match, Mojo Raleigh, Zack Ryder. I, yeah. Looking at the card, it was two hours and 45 minutes. I don't know why they just didn't put it on the main show, because it would have been three hours. We're not going to have... Oh, and then just do a last-minute match for the pre-show? Yeah. Or not do... Because you can't not I guess, do a match on the pre-show. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Do another guess, match on the pre-show. Yeah. I don't know what you would do, but... Okay, no problem. Here's my second plan. It Ty was Dillinger like a basic... Somebody. You know, I think I gave it... Two stars. I thought Mojo there was and good. Zach. In, yeah, I thought it. They gave intensity, and it was the character development storyline was there. It was it? It yeah. started as it should with like fists flying, and it was relative, seven minutes relative it was, to its being on the pre-show and its general position on the card. I think it was appropriate. Like I'd probably give it a little bit higher rating just because. Yeah. What really more can you do in it other than to? I definitely saw intensity and uh, emotion from Raleigh in this new heel role. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was. I was. Satisfied. Music is awful, and his attire should be changed. Those are two. Oh, absolutely. Those are two criticisms I have. I was hoping the bright colors would be gone by yeah. now. Yes. Um, the actual broadcast <coughs> opened up with uh, Baron Corbin defending his United States Championship against Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, and we're not defending. Very, as it were, odd. Uh, the match blew my expectations out of the water. Right. Just because I good. thought it was going to be borderline I it was really bad. Good, yeah. um, I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah, it was just, un- it was just over 13 minutes. Um, really good action. The spots were well thought out. Totally. Um, I don't know what it is, and I think people li- like listen and say, oh, yeah, okay, because the same thing happened with, well, like I just said about how I kind of thought Steph was going to announce the Rumble, even though she just got out of a limo. And I say yeah, things yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I think they'll happen. People probably think, no, you would never think that. But no, I dude, anybody who's, of, anybody who's been listening to us, I mean, there's it's not like there's it's unprecedented. You've been talking about the women's rumble for months. Well, yeah, but I yes, but yeah, but I I do think if I were to say to someone like I kind of thought Dolph was going to win while I was watching it, they would be like, no, you wouldn't, because it was the writing. It wasn't even like they were. I just thought I to anyone, myself, anyone who can relate would would you know because I can definitely relate to that. Like, just you get you catch glimpses of stuff during a match yeah. where you're like, ooh, that's suggestive of. Yeah, Whatever. and the, this match was booked very smartly because you thought that Corbin was going to pin Ziggler after Rude gave the glorious DDT, and yep. then Bobby Rude still wound up pinning Dolph, then Baron Corbin threw him out. Um, the finish was really great. Baron Corbin actually didn't get to complete the end of days, but it was still a really cool spot. Yeah, do you um, think that that he intended to complete it and it just didn't come off, or he, was he supposed to just kind of drop root? I think it was supposed to be completed fully because I because I, I watched how it too. happened and I think yeah. it could have been accomplished because he was kind of the timing was just slightly off where yeah. Corbin was holding him in the position of the end of days for longer than he usually would before delivering it. I feel like yeah, and it was a brilliant finish. Whoever thought of it, it was really it was yeah. smart. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I didn't even think Corbin was gonna like. I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to kick out here, and like the match was, would have probably gone higher in terms of stars for me. But yeah. as soon as he hit it, I'm like, he's winning this match. Um, tie this into... Didn't have to wait long for that answer. Yeah. Uh, tie this into what happened on SmackDown this past week, where Ziggler laid the title down on the mat after talking about his accomplishments. Yeah, Jimmy, what happened on SmackDown this week after Ziggler laid down his title after going through his accomplishments? What? Yeah. What? 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 Um, I Do you think he's... 
do you think they're doing one of the storylines that we read the internet and we may think this is real and they're making us think that it's real? Do you think that this is really it? And instead of booking him to have to drop the title right after he won it, that they're because 2018 January contracts are up and 2018 is literally Ziggler's up. Yeah. He like said that and they do extensions. He was talking on the edge and Christian podcast about Mm it. Um, I don't think he's done. I don't know what they do with the title from here, how they address it. And yeah. Daniel Bryan's like, interesting. Like, what? How's that interesting? Like, go out there and go find Dolph. And yeah. you see what? that backstage segment? He yeah. was on the phone right after it happened. And Daniel's like, yeah, I saw it. It was certainly interesting. Ugh. Like, that's a fucking one of your yeah, championships of your brand. Go and fucking find them and ask. Interesting. Interesting. No, it's it's what? scary and weird. No, yeah, the U.S. champion, the new U.S. champion just threw his title down and walked so out. That's more like, than interesting. If I didn't the, like that. A concerned GM perspective. And also, I thought people would, you know, say, you know, when Ziggler wins these matches, it's like it doesn't mean anything anymore because of how he's booked after them. And he can get an icy title run and then go into mediocrity and then try and do things. Yeah. And put over NXT talent, but it doesn't mean anything anymore. And he said this himself, that he puts over NXT talent, but it doesn't mean anything because he's never winning. Yeah. But it makes sense for me that someone who has held t- 10 different, he's had 10 title reigns between the U.S. IC and the world title. Okay. And it makes sense that someone of his stature would be able to win a championship match because he's a championship competitor. Yeah. So I don't have an issue with the fact that he won. No, People yeah. People online are like, I. they keep doing this. They want us to think the Ziggler's on the scale and then they forget about him. And I'm like, yeah, but that's part of wrestling. Like, he t- picked his spot. It was believable that he won. Mm-hmm. And he also has a pedigree to prove it. Yeah. Yeah, we mocked the fact that he was in the match because of that. But it still does hold true if he won it. Yeah, he so, wanted to be obviously justified his being in the match. In the, yeah, in kayfabe. But yeah, where do you? I mean, if you had to, if you had to guess, is that what you would guess? Trying to make the internet think that he's leaving and then he's not. Like that would be your hunch where they're I going with. Think what so. Tuesday? I can't see him, unless like him walking out is the way that like they discussed it happening, as opposed to him just like dropping the title. Like I don't know if maybe they put the title on him in hopes that he would want to stay. Yeah. Or. Like, I can't imagine them saying, okay, you're going to win the U.S. title, and then you're going to do this, and then you're going to be gone. Like, huh. why not just let him win? Or just have him, what, what do you mean? Or just have him lose. If he's going to leave, just have him lose. That's what I mean. Like, just don't have him win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, I. Who knows? Time yeah. will tell. Um, U.S. title tournament. Yeah, prediction. right. With the tag team championships next. Yeah. Fatal yeah, 4 yeah, way, yeah. Uh, Another sick match. Benjamin Gable, Usos, Aiden Rusev, and The New Day. Yeah, um, I gave this just a quarter star lower, three and a quarter stars, just because okay. I feel like it it was the ending that I really got into. The other stuff was... The, the, the rules were weird. I don't know why they changed it all of a sudden to have, like, the four, four people guys, in, that, and that you can only weird. tag your... I feel like part of those matches were fun because you're tagging in random Other people teams, and yeah, yeah, yeah. i think there could have been more creative spots uh shelton benjamin there was a lot of good yeah, moments with the power bomb with the uso yeah. that was good um rusev and aiden english are super over oh my god yeah it's, there's it's, like this most cool. over thing on the yeah on the i'm happy right now i'm really happy for them um yeah and i thought can... they were gonna win at one point to be honest like when biggie yeah was, I, I was like wow they're gonna think that yeah and when they... he was in when he was in the accolade right? yeah. yeah and uh, yeah on can we talk about Tuesday? Because the Rusev day is over. It seems to be one of the most over things on the on the brand, like I said. To have New Day, the whole, you know, saving Christmas thing, obviously, super cringe. But just framing Rusev day as, 
heels, you know, you kind of need heels for that situation with what you want to try and the corniest story you're telling on Tuesday. And I don't know, the New Day too, like I just, I don't know, lately they've just been, they're, the pancake thing I do not get at all. And, you know, they're just like, Getting over though, people are saying we want pancakes. So I mean, I (laughs) I guess that's all you ask for is a grab reaction. Why wouldn't you use somebody who's? Are they just not noticing that the reaction that Rusev Day is getting? You think? I'm calling the team Rusev Day, by the way. I don't know if that's their name or not. But what was your question for that? I'm sorry. Is that? Do you think they're just not noticing the reaction? Because why would you? Why would you put them in that heel role on Tuesday night if you're noticing that they're getting over? Like people are into it. Well. I think that they're in the heel role, but I also notice that Rusev, like, when they're a really good heel, when people chant for them, they find a way to turn the chant against them or to say, like, oh, I'm this terrible town, and Rusev's eating it up. Yeah. I think it's going to lead to them becoming baby faces and maybe facing, like, the Bludgeon Brothers and Shift Dynamics or something. Oh, okay. Um, At this point, I wish Rusev, I don't think Rusev needs Aiden to be doing this. I mean, I'm glad that there's an addition to the tag team. It helps, but I think Rusev... Rusev is getting pops like the handsome Rusev shtick yeah. was before Aiden. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I think that Rusev could be doing it on his own. It helps that Aiden can sing it. It's yeah. good. But I just think that it also could have worked without Aiden being there. With that being said, I think that they will probably eventually hold the titles at some yeah. point. Yeah. I think it helps to have a, a, a non-Rusev believer in Rusev Day. You know what I mean? To have him not just be the only person saying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To kind of give it some, I mean, not much, but some credibility. Right. Yeah, no. Um, and uh, Benjamin and Gable took the pinfall here. I would have just had the New Day eat the pin, or Aiden English at least, since he's the one that's never going to probably have a singles run. Mm. Rusev will be. Yeah. Uh, I would have just had, either the New Day wouldn't have lost any heat if they got pinned. No. Uh, but why, oh, have G- yeah. why have Gable and Benjamin get pinned if you're going to have them win on SmackDown? Because you're going to have him win on SmackDown and get the win back, I guess? It was weird. That was, that was a strange... that's essentially what happened is they got Gable the win back. Gable was great. Gable yeah, was think about that. amazing in that match. I wasn't thinking about that. He did get the pin, and then they just won clean on Tuesday. Yeah. So I guess they're... Or give it to Shelton, at least. So at like... least, yeah. Well, no, because then, then you're telling the story, whether you want to or not, that Gable's the weak link, I guess. That's why you give it to Gable. And I guess it was just to get the win back. And also, they're kind of telling the story now that I'm... Uh, now that you're... You know, specifically, I didn't really think about that he took the pinfall and then got the pinfall. But I guess the story is that they, you know, one-on-one, maybe they have Uso's number. But for the, the other teams, like the, the different dynamic that they... Yeah, well, Rusev and Aiden also have a claim to the titles because they beat the Usos on the go-home show. So, I don't oh, know yeah. where they go from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that the tag division is multiple possible contenders. I like how this division is. Should we talk about the biggest tag match that happened Sunday night? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus oh, yeah. Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon both in the ring. First off, the backstage segment earlier in the night, Daniel Bryan and Shane apparently talking for the first time yeah, after, no Daniel, Bryan, was after Daniel Bryan put himself in the match. Oh, yeah. Shane's upset with it. Uh, some bullshit about a ref shirt that doesn't fit. Shane, Didn't call Shane, him to Shane tell him Shane has to that. point out that he has his own. Like, yeah, we know. Dude, you get custom everything because you're the boss's son. Right. Anyway, um, he says, all right, we're going to have to talk about this before we go out for the match. And then he says, see all right, there. I'll see you out there. Yeah, weird. Like, what that the was, fuck, That dude? was weird. And then when you cut to the match, by all indications, they never spoke again. No, so none. Just they decide during the match confusing. to split the ring in half. Yeah. yeah Which was they clever, had to, They actually. had to come to that, but, the, but they had to come to right. that after... What seemed like kind of a train wreck for a minute. Yeah, and it was actually a clever 
way to divvy up the referees. Yeah. But it just made no sense to talk about it while the match was in progress. Yeah, also, it also made no sense that they didn't really hold to it at all during the match. Yeah. Shane was making pinfalls everywhere, you know, making Yeah, um, this did not need to be 22 minutes. No, um, it was, wow, it didn't feel like 22 minutes. I gave this two and three quarter stars, I'm sorry, but I just thought it was not... I thought the ending saved a lot for me, personally. It did, but I think that they were very smart in how it played out. I think that none of them shifted one way or another. No, yeah. Um, Which, yeah, safe. So it was safe. It built intrigue for SmackDown. I did want to see what was going to happen. It was interesting how you had Daniel Bryan literally sit with them on the ramp. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, making yeah. it seem like they were with them. Not they were like, kind of together, yeah. Because Kevin and Sammy were doing the same thing on the ramp that they did backstage on SmackDown. Yeah. But on SmackDown is when Daniel Bryan had a problem with it, mm-hmm. which we can get into. But what do you, what do you? Um, well, first say? of all, you had asked me last week if I thought there was any chance that Daniel Bryan had secretly been cleared. Yeah. And I was kicking myself after we, you know, after we uh, parted ways last week because it occurred to me that, you know, you wouldn't. I could see why well, you'd think that, and especially the way things went down in the match. Like, even when he got knocked onto Shane, that's like physical contact. Yep. You know, he fell back onto Shane. Yep. And then he's getting in people's, you know, people are, he's going like face to face with Orton, Shane, whatever. Got pushed. And suggesting, just making indications at, at a future, you know, of having a match or whatever. Um, so it definitely justifies you're asking whether or not he'd been cleared. But we were talking about that in the context of could he turn heel, and then because I, I don't think you know if you were gonna if he did get cleared, I think it would be it would be not an educated move to try and turn him heel no. versus all the other things you could kind of do with it. Well, it's, um, fu- it's funny because he wouldn't even be a heel if he helped Sammy and Kevin because the fans loved well, him. And Vince knows he did, this, and he by wasn't. And <laughs> he Vince did knows this. Them, and he wasn't. And I don't know what kind of reaction Vince is hoping for when I knew they were going to chant "Thank you, Daniel" on SmackDown. I was waiting for it. Shane McMahon was like attention. surprised by that reaction. I Shane mean, Vince got has his head up his ass. Vince has to know what he. I I hope we say he's out of touch, but he has to know that people didn't actually want them to be fired. They have to. He just has to know that. I mean, I hope. So. I like to hope so. Yeah, because look at them work. I mean, no, I, especially this guy's been talking about it being sports entertainment for however long. Like we, you know, there's nobody left that thinks it's real. That they're really bad people. Like they, we we notice that they're. They're good in ring. Like nobody doesn't want to, or wants nobody wants to look forward to a future without the poss- You know, without seeing them right perform. Yeah, and that was verified on SmackDown. The match itself, though, I mean, if you would have told me three years ago that Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, um, and El Generico and Kevin Steen and Shane McMahon and, da- and Brian Danielson would be in a, in the same ring at the same time, I would have yeah wanted to see that and told you were lying yeah and just just the wrestling itself i mean think about the combinations you probably sammy and shinsuke. expected what, what we got no sammy and shinsuke are possible or 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 and i think that they should have had a stare down because i think that people if you're in the right market will will uh, pop eat that up yeah. to to the, them two together they have if they put on 18 minutes together they can surely put on four to five minutes being in the ring in a tag team match of exciting action. Definitely. Um, Kevin Owens is very talented. I mean, they did the whole table spot, but I don't know. Sammy, I mean, between the, he could have done, I had a, a spot where Sammy goes for that diving turnbuckle tornado DDT and Randy Orton gives him an RKO out of it. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, Shinsuke kicked him at takeover and that was a That's good a reversal. That's a big move though, though. That's like an end of the match move. Well, yeah, it would be to like keep Sammy out of the, the match. Okay. Um, 
I, I don't understand why Shane McMahon couldn't count to three when Daniel Bryan laid on top of him. I feel like they could have done, if anything, to make it more mm. weird, they could have had his hand go down for three, but then, like, not know what really happened if Kevin's shoulder was up because Daniel Bryan was yeah. blocking it or something like that. I, mean, I just don't know why he would... In the moment, he would be caught off guard, and it would just, like, you know, by the time he was like, wait, what? It's, like, yeah. too late to just count that three. Yeah. I don't know. I um, guess so. And then... He was totally in the wrong when he's with the with the triangle choke like this oh is not oh my god this is not unprecedented that was you fucking idiot watch the product well someone's daniel, shoulders are down their shoulders are down you're wrong daniel did that too though to randy orton when he had shinsuke when he had sammy uh, on the ropes like crotched daniel yeah. Bryan was like you can't do that i'm like what are you talking about it's, yeah that was weird he wasn't even touching him at the time yeah um so yeah when shane it's put his hand down for the one two and he didn't count the three i was like oh shit like this is like that got a good yeah, reaction it was a big moment it was yeah. done well yeah um, they didn't they didn't like it the crowd but the way shane like laughed and the way like his explanation this past smackdown it just i don't, don't know think they it, lined it, up it, not too not that much i don't think me. he was laughing was he he was he just smiled like a little bit yeah a little bit yeah um daniel canada the, the one two three like that very the quickly count, yeah and, and at that point i mean i don't i'm obviously at least a little biased towards ko and sammy not getting fired but that's just justice. You just abuse your power. Right. Kevin Owens That's and Sami Zayn. That's all Daniel had to say. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are operating within the confines, within the the rules and regs of the W rules and regs within the rules and regs of the WWE universe. Like they're not doing anything no heel has ever done before. Shane McMahon is doing. So he's operating outside the rules, making himself a referee. You know, we're gonna fire you. You're gonna go to Raw, so we're gonna fire you from the whole thing. That should not be within your power. Uh, based on everything we know, like logically, and then you're gonna use that. You're gonna use that to make yourself the referee and specifically try to screw them. Like it's it's just such a weird world that they want us to believe that like you know he can he can't fire them from all of WWE. But if they if he puts it on the line in a match and they lose that match, no matter if there's funky officiating or whatever, like that's that sticks and they're fired from all of WWE. Like that just doesn't make sense in and of itself. And Shane is clearly, you know. Just, just fucking power hungry. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how you could see that as anything other than just justice. Daniel Bryan was writing the wrong that Shane just committed by not counting the three. Yeah, and I also think that they, if they really don't want to shift one of them one way or another, they could have just had Sami Zayn holding Randy Orton's tights, and the, we didn't see that. We the cam the viewer wouldn't see it because it wasn't on the camera angle. All you see is Sami rolling up Orton, and then Shane stops because Sami's holding the tights. So at least Shane is stopping because there's cheating going on. Like, if you actually don't want to turn one of them bad or, yeah. or heal, then do something where at least Shane could be justified for doing it. Yeah. He wasn't justified it's for doing just, what he did. It's a, lot That's of what's weird. it's a lot of little things. It's, it's, it's they want us to remember that, again, that the SmackDown lost at Survivor Series solely because of KO, KO and Sammy when... Anyone with the memory knows that's not the only... Yeah. That wasn't the only contributing thing. They were pretty much done by the time Sam and KO came anyway. And, you know, it's just... So they're just, from Shane's perspective or from the writer's perspective, people are on board with Shane's intentions. Like, you know, at least the two of us obviously are not. You know right. what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, they, like they have that coming to them. Like they deserve to have already been fired because they cost Team SmackDown. Again, even though we all know it's scripted. Like... I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's um, nuanced, obviously. So then on SmackDown, <laughs> Daniel Bryan saying that he did it to protect Shane McMahon from himself, even though that really wasn't the real reason. The real re it, He gave two reasons. That was the one. And the second one was about this is the land of opportunity. And 
Um, you know, you don't it'd be taking an opportunity away from Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, and I, I, I don't. And then Shane McMahon leaves, and like you, I thought they were going to lead up to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn doing something that night where Daniel Bryan would have to deal with on his own. Mm-hmm. Shane leaving serves like no function. And I really hope that we weren't supposed to believe that Daniel was on the phone with Shane about what happened with the U.S. title match because I felt like that. Oh yeah, that would be that, weird. I feel like they shouldn't be talking after that. That was a yeah. pretty tense moment. Yeah. So especially if that's why he's maybe that's why he's leaving is just to be like, you know what? Let's, you know, I trust you. I'm going to show you that I trust you with the show tonight. Yeah, but let's I didn't put take some it, space between us. I didn't take it like that. I took it as Shane McMahon being bothered by what Daniel said and almost like, you know, if you think you could do this, then do it on your own. That's how I took yeah. it. Yeah. And it made me think that he's going to bring it up again in the future and hold it against Brian. Maybe. Um, so I said this to you off air, off air. Um, but I don't like how Daniel Bryan said, you know, firing people, it's, you know, they're good competitors and you're taking away from their family. And then, as I said, at the end of the pay-per-view, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan were gloating with Daniel and Daniel was just like sitting, sitting there almost stoically. Like he was happy that he was standing with them. Not like, like, do you think he would have like walked straight to the back or something? I don't know. Because I'm sure he wasn't, he shouldn't be happy with doing that. Well, it he still wasn't the right thing up, to like do. He wanted to hold their hand up because because they because they, they won. I don't think. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily hearing what they're saying, and we don't even know what they're saying. Well, he on wasn't the holding ramp. their hand up. He was just standing on the ramp, and they were behind him. He and did like, though at some point, I think. Hold. Well, I think when the match was over, but then like it took three or minutes after that, and they were at the top of the ramp. It was just the way they. Yeah, they're just trying to suggest it. it. Like they're it, it yeah, was trying to entice I, people into watching SmackDown. If anything, I thought that's why it was weird that they just kind of had that conversation and closed off the discussion right there at the beginning of SmackDown. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, stretch it out a little bit, keep the viewers... Because that's what I'm saying. Well, like, I would have just had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. I think that that's why you did that. You had them three together on the ramp for for a few minutes there on the at the pay-per-view is to make people think that and to make them tune into SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, I see that. I just don't... And then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are saying similar things, and then Daniel Bryan threatens to fire them when... You know, I understand that Daniel Bryan is being fed from both people. Shane's trying to tell him that KO and Dan- and Sammy are going to turn on them, which I don't really know how they would. What are they going to do to turn on them? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, dude. When he said when he said they'll stab you in the back, I for one was thinking, well, metaphorically, because he's not allowed to have any contact. So right, yeah, they're not allowed to yeah. have any contact with him. So that'll have to be a metaphoric backstabbing. But point taken, Shane. Yeah. Um, and then the main event of SmackDown that night, which, by the way, the entire card was take team matches. I think I said this before. Yeah. Which isn't a problem, just strange. No, yeah. Um, well, just, it, it accomplished nothing. Like, we got nothing in the way of who AJ Styles' next contender is going to be for the Rumble. Yeah, it was AJ, Randy, Shinsuke versus Jinder, which I don't even think he should have been in it. Because this is a match I would have done before the Royal Rumble, uh, before Clash of Champions, not after. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jinder like, he, he, has to be... If you um, go by that, he's going to just continue to feud with AJ, which would suck and should not. Well, I don't, definitely not yeah, happen. I don't think it will. Uh, so, uh, Sammy pinned... Kevin Owen... Shinsuke Nakamura pinned who on SmackDown? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn with the Kinshasa. And they all celebrated in the ring. I told you how I feel like yeah. there, there was a timing issue. They were like... Focusing on these three, I almost thought that maybe like they'll have like an all babyface triple threat match, and that's why they were doing that for the title. At for Rumble, the title, mean, yeah. maybe they. I, I don't like know. Like you were, what you had said maybe Orton was going to attack because yeah. just because there was a few minutes yeah. left after they won, right? Um, was going to attack the other two. Yeah. Well, before that, the, Ginger Mahal and AJ did have the main event of Clash of Champions. I totally forgot that match happened. Um, I could see why it was twenty three minutes too long. Again, it did not need to be that long. It was twenty three uh, minutes too long. You thought how much? How long was it? 
No, I'm just fucking. Around. Oh, uh, well, it was it was 23 minutes. 23 too long. minutes. No, which it was is like 20 long. minutes too long. Um, it's really funny. Oh, this is something else that I thought would happen that people wouldn't normally think is that I kind of had a feeling AJ would make Ginger tap out because they put over this calf crusher very strongly no, at Survivor Series. And I like how he has three different ways to finish an opponent. Styles Clash, the forearm, and yeah. the, the submission. And they're all different, like a ground move, a flying move, submission move. Yeah. Um, I love me. Yeah, I, I love that too. I, I gave this match three and a quarter stars. And I thought it was one of okay. Gender's be- best matches. I agree. I agree with that. Um, he worked the, the ribs. AJ yeah. worked in the leg. I, I think, think they their both match got a reasonable amount of offense. And I agree Man- with that. I think their Manchester match was better. Of course, that had the title change to go with it. Yeah. Um, but Ginger was hard in control to, to for top. a lot of this match. Yeah. I mean, AJ definitely carried him along and, and sold and bumped for him like crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I do think, I think Ginger just needs more moves in his arsenal. He just needs more power moves. Like, include, like, a spine buster or something. Include some sort of a gorilla body press. Something where, like, Baron Corbin has the deep six. Yeah. Or Sami Zayn has the blue uh, thunderbomb, which on occasion can put people away. Yeah. Charlotte has the big boot. Like They want you to think it can. At, at a main event level, you need more in your arsenal. Like, mm-hmm. John Cena. Um, even Roman Reigns, at times, yeah. can do things that are out of his arsenal. Um, yeah, but Ginger he's another one who probably have more go-to moves. No, definitely. But I just think that this match would have been better with more near fall for, for Ginger trying to pin AJ, especially since he was working on the ribs, yeah. and especially since power moves affect the ribs yeah. when you're bringing driven yeah, to the yeah, mat. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would have done to make this a little more exciting. It did okay. plot along for me a little yeah. bit. Um, but that's why I don't think Ginger should be included in this past six-man tag match, because he tapped out. And of all the ways to fin it be done, this is one of the ways yeah. to be done with a feud. And AJ himself said that gender, I'm done with gender on talking smack. Yeah. So, I think they just most likely don't have a final idea of what they want to do with AJ for the rumble. I still would do Bobby Roode. I would have turned him heel. I would have just done Ziggler yeah. and maybe even I would have just turned Ziggler babyface. He got a big reaction to clash of champions. Just yeah. abort this whole whiny mm-hmm. gimmick thing. Have him be what he's always been. The babyface, who's a good wrestler and have Bobby Roode go against, um, AJ. AJ. For the title, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's no other heel option beside Rusev, and Rusev, I don't think, is getting there anytime soon. No, yeah, and he's so always not getting enough heel. That's why I went to Randy or Shinsuke. I could see them doing Randy and, Shin- and AJ in a one-on-one match just I'd... to build AJ's, you know, WWE guys. Yeah. Him. Cena and Orton would be a big... That'd be a match I'd want to see. We saw it already yeah. in SmackDown. Well, I'd rather that than the three-way for what I think are obvious reasons you want Shinsuke to be available to... He still could be. Win the Rumble. He still could be. Oh, yeah, even if he has the title match. See, that's what I'm thinking, because back in the day, you know, if you were fighting for a title, you weren't in the Rumble. Right. You were fighting for a title. Well, so not that's, only that's that. That's I always it, think it. But a Raw guy could also win, and they could have a match. At Fastlane, they could have a match to determine who would face AJ at WrestleMania 2 they wanted to. Yeah, I just, with the story that I'm still hoping, I don't know about you, but I'm still hoping for for WrestleMania, I think the Rumble is more poetic, you know? And if we, you know, yeah. and again, if Roman's going to, the other thing is, if Roman's going to be going for the title on Raw, the last thing we need is another Royal Rumble ending with Roman Reigns celebrating in the ring. Yeah, that's true. The, el- the Elimination Chamber will probably decide the number one contendership for Brock. Yeah, it yeah. should. Well, if that, um, that, if yeah, at least if that's the case. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Balor win the Rumble, too, because just how he's struggled more. Like, at least Shinsuke's been in championship matches. Yeah, I'd like to see it, too. It's just not going to happen. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, 
Yeah, I guess. I just happen. wouldn't see Shinsuke. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't win either, though. Like, I don't think him no, winning I won't is be surprised. that much more just, likely just, than Finn. He's just, you know, if I'm wishful booking the Rumble right now, he's my winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that You're was... Gonna, Jimmy's in a fight with his microphone. That was... Um, that's everything. Yeah, we should... I mean, are you cool to wrap up? Yeah, we're, That was... Yeah. Good. All right, cool. Good. Um... <laughs> For the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. My name is Lee McNulty. You can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Real Hugh Jackter. You can like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. Lots we, of fun stuff. Yes, lots of fun stuff. We wish everybody happy holiday, Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. Happy, and happy, happy. You will hear us next week. Talk to you then, guys. So long.